T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Even though it's believed that Bill Armstrong, the Arizona Coyotes, want to be creative, they're not willing to take on contracts beyond entry-level contracts. So the perfect scenario for the Coyotes is to get draft picks, to get prospects, and at worst, the player on his entry-level contract. Now, teams have expressed the interest required to make that deal, but they also need some money to move along to make all of the mechanics work. And so far, that... Uh, hasn't been the case as far as Arizona is concerned, and that's Darren Drager on TSN. Okay, all right. So, walk through this a little bit. By the way, did you know the Sabres in Arizona have the two largest amounts of cap space available right now in the league? They're one and two. Mm-hmm. Over $18 million for both of them. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And, and they're both closest, obviously, because do the math, reverse it. They're both the closest to the floor. Right. So, could the Sabres have pulled a four-dimensional chess move this offseason that snuck by, I don't want to say everybody, but a lot of us. Mm-hmm. So Joe Marino, the other Joe Marino, not the Draft Network. Oh, There's Joe Marino, who also writes about the Sabres for ChargingBuffalo.com. So he posted a couple things that I, I, you know, quick favorite, make a note, and this is what brought me to this conversation. So he said, I know it's not happening in theory. The Coyotes could take on... Ben Bishop in a potential deal because his AAV on the cap is slightly higher than Jacob Chikrin's. So if you're yeah, Arizona, four six Bishop's four right. nine. Let, let's talk about the Chikrin trade. Yeah. If Arizona wants to trade Jacob Chikrin, they go. I think they might even go under, under the, the floor. floor. Right. So they need money coming back. Okay. They would just be barely like a. If this is right, they would be just a few hundred thousand. 64? Yeah. They would be a slightly under the 61 million floor. Yep. They'd be around 60. Now, I don't know if they would want or need Ben Bishop's salary on their books, but one thing Ben Bishop is, he is a cap hit that is bigger than his salary. His cap hit for the Sabres is 4.9. His salary is 2.5. Mm-hmm. When they signed Bishop, I thought the indication was... This means you should expect a quiet offseason because the Sabres are adding a player that's more cap space than he is salary, and he's never going to play for them. So it's 4.9 in cap of a cap hit for a guy that will never play. Which, by the way, does make the difference right now. They're at 63.5, according to Track. so the 4.9 does get them over the floor. And as we understand it, if you're on long-term IR, it means you can go over the uh-huh. cap, Yes, but it does count to get you to the floor if you need it to. Yep. So it gave the Sabres a little bit of flexibility, not worrying about being at the floor. Could they have, the Sabres, made that move to A, get to the floor, or to make sure they have that flexibility, 
but also to say, hey, listen, if it ever comes to be that another team near the floor wants to trade a player Mm -hmm. and we need to give them salary back that is risk-free, here, take this Ben Bishop coupon. It counts for 4.9 on your cap. It expires at the end of the year. He'll never play for you. You pay him even less than that. I mean, it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Here's your here's your prospect. Here's your entry level contract. Here's your pick, and here's another. You know this guy. You don't even have to call him. I was thinking about Ben Bishop yesterday. Does he watch Sabres games? What's he doing? I don't, I don't bet he doesn't watch the games. <laughs> what does he do? Think he's sitting home in a Sabres jersey pulling for his team? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> um. So anyway, like I, I don't know that they would have been able to see this all out this far out. But one more point on this, on, on the yep, Chikrin stuff. So a couple points on here. So to what Dragger says, they want entry-level deals, picks, and prospects. And there needs to be a corresponding move kind of to make sure that they – either the entry-level contracts are enough to push them over the floor. Yeah. But it might get close. So a little over a million dollars. So now I've got, okay, who wants Jacob Chikrin? The, the number of teams that can fit him in. Right. It's not many. No. Buffalo, Anaheim, out. Anaheim's – Tanking, right? Red Wings. The Red Wings are there. Chicago, terrible. Nope. Not, nope. In, not then, happening. And nobody else has cap space enough to fit it. Right. Minnesota, Winnipeg, the Islanders just spent a bunch on the Horvat trade. But even Minnesota would have to make some space yep. to fit Chikrin. Okay. Or, or don't have the pieces to make a deal work. The Sabres, you know, we could talk about how Kevin Adams says you don't want to hit fast forward. They are potentially at the trade deadline store with the most money to spend. They have... And I don't mean from cap space. I mean on picks and prospects. We're walking in with their pockets stuffed with assets. Mm -hmm. And here is a young, timeline-matching, great defenseman. Okay, two points. I'm actually going to backtrack on something I told you in the break. When I told you you were wrong, I don't think you're wrong. And I'll explain here in a second. So what the Sabres did, do I believe it, it, it is possible that when they did the Ben Bishop thing, while we were all thinking, well, they got to get to the floor, which it did allow them to do, by the way, is it possible they were looking at it as a trade ship down the road? Could be. It's not far-fetched. Initially, this is how, in the break, this is how Jeremy set it up for me. It was more specifically about Chikrin in Arizona. That you would look at Arizona and go, okay, listen, fellas, if Arizona's not good, they're going to be a seller. One of the pieces they would sell would be Jacob Chikrin. And look where their cap is. If they move Chikrin at any point, they drop under the floor. Hey, let's have, I hate to say dead piece, I'm sorry, but let's have a piece, a player who's never playing again, and use that as a trade chip with Arizona. I think it'd be a lot to go. I, th- I said to you, I'm not going to give him that much credit. That's too far down the road. Generically having it as a trade piece, yes, I think they actually would have a discussion. Hey, let's get Bishop. We hit the floor, but down the road, if somebody needs dollars just to meet cap rules, we got this guy. So I think that's, I would hope they did that, because you know what? That's smart. That's how you should operate. While you say you wouldn't have necessarily seen it coming for Arizona, haven't they done this a hundred times? That's why I want to backtrack what I told you in the break. Honestly, because I hadn't looked at all the cap numbers when you told me this. If you really want to give them credit... They'd be doing it with two teams in mind that they knew were going to be bad, Arizona or Anaheim. You'd look at it and go, right? If either of those teams falls off, those are the two teams with that are closest to the floor, Arizona being closer than Anaheim. So if you really wanted to go down your conspiracy theory, 
Just they they would say if you were going to do this, it had to be directed at. I mean, the Red Wings are seventy four. I mean, the floor is sixty one. It had to be Arizona, maybe Anaheim. You'd have to look at the teams that were in danger of selling and dropping under the floor. It's right. Only two teams. Let's say I just I feel like it's crazy for them to say they did Bishop thinking down the road Arizona would trade Chickwin. Then again, Arizona always trades their good players well, I mean, and yeah. always takes capital. Oliver Ekman, Larson, I mean, whatever. They, Henrik yeah. Zetterberg or Chris Pronger or every player that went off to the trash heap that is Arizona's, what, money laundering salary cap situation. <laughs> right. They're constantly but, doing but this. But to, to, back to the Bishop point, like, mm. let's say it's not going to happen, and I don't want it to happen. Right. Let's say you wanted to train for John Gibson from the Ducks. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that put them under the floor? Yes, it would. They would need... Uh, they're at 69, so they, okay, they're still eight away. He's six million. They wouldn't be under yet. Okay. They're close. It's really Arizona. But the point is, to have something mm-hmm. like that for a team that has space mm-hmm. is a potential asset. Anybody else trading with a floor team needs to give them money. Oh, well, here's this money. We don't even care about this one. Take this guy. And you're not dumping on them. What Darren Drager's saying there is they want entry-level deals yeah. because they don't want any financial commitments of any significance. Right. So... To me, that seems like rental slash expiring deals would work too. So here, here is this chip that doesn't even really cost you a thing. Right. It just takes up space and makes the deal happen. Right, and that's why I said initially, it'd be really interesting if they did this specifically with Arizona in mind. But it's not a stretch to say an NHL GM would sit there and go, "We've got tons of cap space. We got to get to the floor. Let's pick up this contract." And you know what? At the very least. We need it to get to the floor. If not, maybe it turns out to be something that helps us complete a trade that, say, the Kings can't, or all these teams with no cap space, Washington, whatever. I don't think it's far-fetched to say an NHL GM would think that far down the road and go, maybe it turns out to be a valuable piece in a trade. Because we have the flexibility to, to do this to help out our trading partner. I don't think... But, I, I don't know. To sit there and go, <laughs> It might be a little bit of a stretch. I will say one thing about the trade deadline. Again, we started this conversation because your last day is the trade deadline. The Sabres have three second-round picks. Hmm. All right. They're hey. gonna, they should make a trade. And, you can, and throw in your first-round pick. Throw in your first. And a prospect. And a pro, make like The Chikrin they stuff. They have plenty of assets. I, I don't know if Chikrin will sign. He's under contract for two more years. The closer we get to it, and the more Chikrin gets talked about, I have three scenarios. One, the Sabres do it, and that's great. I think it's a good idea. Two, he gets traded somewhere not significant. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. But one of these teams that's listed with the room, if Detroit gets him, if Boston gets him, wow. if he comes into my backyard, basically, yeah, when, when, when you had the money to spend, like it's it's a constant moving target. It's a race, I and mean, these you got to catch these teams. Detroit is has pulled ahead of you in the standings. Like yeah. they're a team that's not going to just sit there and let Buffalo grow and watch and do nothing. Yeah, they're they're on a five game win streak. They're playing well. He's got two years left. I didn't realize that at four point six for a top four defenseman. He's the only. You def- put him in there with Samuelson, Dalene, and Power. As opposed to like, like Timo Myers in the rumor mill, right? Mm-hmm. He's an RFA after the season. Unless Chikrin says, I'm not showing up unless you renegotiate my contract, he's incredibly undervalued at 4.6 for two years. That's nothing, right? Mm-hmm. They're just the biz- they're handing out $7 million a year contracts to forwards. You're going to add a top four defenseman at 4.6 and get two more seasons out of him before he's a UFA? Two mentions on that. I saw Chikrin is the only defenseman in the NHL 
top three in both controlled zone entries and zone exits. Like, you, man, 4.6 is... You would fit well. That's criminal. And this is also a follow-up on Timo Meyer. Elliot Friedman in his 32 Thoughts mentioned about Timo Meyer um, that he believes Timo Meyer would rather die than play in New Jersey. <laughs> I actually want to see that quote. I want to actually hear someone say that. I, I, I don't want to make... You're from Jersey. Or, no, you have relatives no. in Jersey. Yeah. I don't want to make fun of Jersey because growing up on Long Island, you always made fun of New Jersey like that. You'd never want... The best thing about New Jersey was seeing it in the rearview mirror, that type of thing. So I'm not saying anything about New Jersey. Well, if that's true... Is it... It's New Jersey or... Isn't Carolina making a push now for Meyer, supposedly? I think so. If that's true, I think we all have to admit we can't throw stones. Somebody that doesn't want to play for New Jersey doesn't want to play for Buffalo either, right? I mean, New Jersey is New York. It's New York. By the way, why wouldn't you want to play for New Jersey? I mean, Newark's not a terrible place to live, but it's New York City. It's New York City. I mean, you're in the New York metropolitan area. You're, yeah, I would want to play for New Jersey. I like Lindy. They finally made a better team. They did. Where would I not want to play? Anyway. Hmm. I feel Winnipeg is too cold. Timo Meyer is Ooh, an, yeah, an, an okay. elite game driver. But it's funny with Meyer, you'd have to you got to get him another contract, right? People are talking around like ten million dollars a year. Go give up what you want, what they want for Chikrin. Four, six, two more years? Why not? 803-0550 to join us, WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.